0: Cookies, frog legs, and imitation duck with a little sprinkling of espionage this week on The Hapless Heroes. Money
1: cookies, money cookies, money cookies.
2: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the hapless heroes podcast i'm francesco and tonight i continue to be your host and dm on this mythical magical
0: adventure unfortunately wow (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to be here wait i thought unfortunately is like inflammable no, that's not how that works.
3: not how that works.
0: Anyways, <laughs> speaking of being things being
2: flammable, all of the, my fellow cast members I'm about to introduce are very flammable, and the most flammable of them all, starting on my left, is Zero, Valen's Avatar of War, played by Dave.
4: I represent that remark. We have
2: Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Flammable or just plain flaming? Nicole as Boris the Butcher.
1: Oh my God! These cookies are good.
2: Zach as Pregnart.
1: Quack 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 quack,
0: quack.
5: boinga.
2: Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer.
5: Oh, I better check in on Hedrick.
2: And John as Lord Gerald the Light. Just uh, standing outside by myself now. <laughs> Yeah, so when we last left off, our party was in many different places. We have Quinn and Hedrick, invisible, scoping out and trying to infiltrate the mansion of the one and only Ebenezer Blackwood. We have uh, Boris and Jarrell posing as a father daughter duo selling girl guide cookies. And we have Zero, Pregnart, and Hedrick's illusory double from his uh, mislead spell doing strange things in the streets. So before we get back to the exploring of the Ebenezer house, in which Boris is currently using the facilities of, and Jarell is patiently waiting outside. Zero and Pregnart. Um, I recall, Zero, you have... Dedric, as we are aptly naming Hedrick's illusory double, um, slung under your arm, while he is kind of just doing like the like cartoonish wave thing. And Pregnart is the companion in the form of a service animal that looks like a frog but is quacking like a duck,
0: and making other noises apparently.
2: <laughs> Mike, do I have this right? Right? That's that the scene am where we are we are walking back into
4: right now. Yeah, 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 I think that's uh, pretty accurate. Okay. Um,
2: while well, the foot traffic here—I remember explaining—is less than was in like the more commercial area, and there, 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 there are still people milling about or moving around or walking from place to place, and you know, you do get a few heads turning in your direction. As again, I'm just going to repeat for our audience. Right? You have a little frog person. Is hopping around with the, like a leash On and is Quacking like a duck A very Tall Mechanical being With a person
4: Slung underneath their arm That Wait. is correct Yes that so is, obviously that, Yep that that's What I was going for and I'm looking to find I'm sure there's um If not a gazebo, the sort of place a gazebo might naturally occur, that sort of (laughs) parkish town square-y kind of area where people occasionally congregate and people take their dogs to run around and throw frisbees with and, you know, the usual outdoor social stuff. I did
2: mention a couple blocks away there was a park that would have such features that you describe.
4: Yes. So I am going to continue walking with Dedrick under my arm to there. Now, I don't really have the kind of articulation in my face that would allow for proper mean mugging, so I'll just have to poker face my way through this. But I am going to stride confidently to that park as though this is the most normal thing that has ever happened. Um as you're walking to the park there are a few people who
2: you know do call out to you just being like is that gentleman okay
4: Farfelly boogar quack quack quack
6: (laughs) Now, is Dedrick still waving yes yeah Yeah, he is
5: (laughs) he's doing the same thing that he was doing when he picked up uh Hedrick has not had time to switch back yet so he's continuing his uh Big smile. Autonomous actions. Yeah, <laughs> With big smile and not like a broad wave, but a constant.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, do you respond to these that man. OK, no, because right I now you're the only
4: adult. I fully intend to pay them no mind until I reach the park, in which point I intend to set Dedrick on his feet under a tree. Um, You do that. Yes. <laughs> And uh, I'm sure Dedrick is going to keep doing what he's doing, and I'm going to stand maybe about, oh, five feet away or so, just off to the right and back a little ways, and cross my arms across my chest, and just sort of stand there in the way, you know, a bodyguard might stand, you know, <laughs> menacingly with their client.
0: I'm giving him a foot <laughs> massage. <laughs> I've taken his shoes (laughs) off. (laughs) I'm rubbing them dogs. That's emotional support for you right there. I'll tell you what.
2: Oh my goodness. Can you even remove the shoes of an illusion? Um, Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's quite the elaborate illusion.
5: See, the interesting thing is I can interact with things as the illusory so Obviously, the illusory
2: double can be interacted with. It's just a matter of
5: he knows it's an illusion he doesn't need to pass a save or anything he knows it's not real but he can still take a not real shoe off of a not real foot
0: yeah the illusion is is working with me we have uh, i'm
2: I'm okay with that and you've su- sufficiently convinced me that this is a appropriate course of action so
0: I'm an emotional support frog duck uh whatever cryptid something and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I, I, I I'm doing what's needed.
6: OK,
2: well, so far, you guys have managed to garner some attention, but definitely not enough to warrant um, any significant suspicion. We'll just put it that way. So we're going to cut back to the mansion. Boris, you are currently inside the restroom. Um, you know, uh, the, the the woman who had greeted you at the door that had looked you know, a little sad or distracted. Um, is waiting outside for you, like, to, you know, then take you back to, well, your, your dad, air quotes. The door to the front is slightly ajar. Um, the front of the house is otherwise unoccupied, and in the rear of the house, I remember saying there was a maintenance person, like a gardener, or someone of that ilk, um, just, like, you know, doing some general, like, lawn and landscaping maintenance in the back.
6: Um... Jarrell will open the door and step inside and leave the door open.
2: Okay, um, you can see the lady of the house literally
6: like across, like, all the way down the foyer from you. Yep. Uh, Jarel will immediately say, oh, Sorry to intrude, just, you know, strange houses and whatnot. She is my sunshine. <laughs> and then he'll kind of step off the left of the door.
2: You can see that as you say that she is my sunshine the woman kind of gives you like a sort of a nod of understanding and a single tear is shed from her eye.
6: Uh, Gerald says, I apologize if I said something to upset you. I I understand if...
2: No, like I said, it's just, it's been, it's been a long, it's just, it's been a long couple days.
6: This town has been very nice to us so far. Is there anything I could do to help?
2: No, it's 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 a family matter, but I do appreciate your kindness.
6: Daryl kind of nods and just kind of stands at the door. Okay, the door uh, is still wide open,
2: (laughs) (laughs) wide open. Um,
6: Quinn has has stepped through the door.
2: Okay, you're in the foyer. Uh, Hedrick. So is Hedrick. Okay, you do kind of bump into Quinn a little bit, so you can kind of feel where he's at now for just a brief (laughs) moment as you enter the uh, doors of the home. Like I said, you are standing in this massive foyer, you know, red carpeted um, sort of entryway. And then the rest of it is just these beautiful marble tiles and these columns that support this um, like sort of balcony that looks down into the foyer that you can see there's a second, the second floor um, is at. Uh, and then you have to your left, immediately to your left, a... Um, an opening and i remember saying there were doors and i apologize because i wasn't reading my map properly they're not doors they're just like there's two hallways towards the end of the um foyer um it kind of rounds out right but then before that there's two two hallways that go left and right but before that there's also those staircases that go up and then before the staircase to your left there is a it opens up into a dining area and to your right it actually opens up into like a common room you can see there's a bearskin rug a fireplace some like uh, you know hard, a nice hardwood floor some like area rugs that sit underneath some table you know like coffee tables and chairs and and, and 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 other seating devices and there are you know some bookshelves in here as well um that's what you can see kind of just immediately as you enter the foyer no one else in the house um that you can at least from here the only person you can see right now is the woman
3: uh quinn's gonna make his way up the stairs
2: OK, um, so there's a staircase in the left and right. I mean, they both go up to the same. Yeah, ladder. whichever
3: one I'm the closest to.
2: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, or is it
3: or is it like kind of like they're curving toward the front door?
2: Yeah, they kind of curve toward the front door. OK, and, so like you just, so start, I, just I mean, they both they both go, go up. They both go up to the same land.
3: Sure. And since so I'm just going to like kind of place myself. I'm left of of Hedrick. And since I know Hedrick's to my right, I'm just going to drift off to the left staircase so that I don't bump into him.
2: Nice So um, you go up the stairs. Hedrick, what do you do? Just, just, I just want I want to get quick actions here just quickly like, just general like, placement before we go back because Boris is gonna
5: eventually have to leave that room. Uh, Hedrick is curious about the floor that he's on. He wants to try to maybe move to the dining room or the common room. probably the common room is the side that I'm on. Sure. Yeah. So you go to the right and you went, yeah, you're in the common
2: room there. Um, I'll describe these areas a little bit more in detail in just a moment. Um, But Boris, you know, it's been it's it's been long enough that, you know, it's probably about that time for you to leave without drawing any suspicion or, you know, any further inquiry. Uh, What do you do?
1: yeah um so just before while i was in the bathroom for those couple of minutes i had heard the moaning from you had from heard the vent. Y- yes so boris hear, would have like stuck her morning. ear up against the vent to like listen a little harder is that all that she heard was
2: um if you were now you're now actively you know listening a little harder so make me uh make me another perception check please we'll get a fresh
1: one here oh that's a little better 24 24
2: i think, think it's about the same you got last time actually uh one higher <laughs> oh one higher <laughs> that was what it was okay um I mean, you can you can faint faintly make out it's like almost someone like is like talking. You can't tell if they're talking to someone else. Or you only hear you can only really make out one voice, um, and you can barely make out what they're saying. You know, you just they sound distraught or just upset.
1: Okay, yeah, is it the same voice that was moaning, or is that the moaning that I was hearing? I wasn't. You might hearing.
2: it might have been the moaning. This might like this is probably what what you know what that sound is you can just okay so it wasn't hear. specifically
1: like a pained moaning or anything that i was hearing no
2: not okay. not now that you're now that you're actually like listening closer sticking ear to it and giving it a second like it doesn't seem like it's like pain i mean i mean unless you are talking about maybe emotional pain
1: yeah no not the kind of pain i was thinking of when you said moaning so Boris is gonna mm-hmm. you know I guess flush the toilet if such a system exists in this. <laughs> I house. Said th- I said there was
2: running water. They have running water and plumbing yeah. in this yeah. in this okay. city. So, like, it's a very well developed city. flushes the
1: toilet, washes her hands. Um, is there anything? Uh, does the medicine cabinet like open or the cabinet? This is more open, of a or public, or it's just like a guest bathroom, like like a
2: half bath, right? So like
1: yeah, yeah, nothing nice in there. So Boris yeah. doesn't steal anything. She just leaves the bathroom.
2: Okay. And, um, you know, the woman is still standing there. She's like, your father's right here. He's waiting for you. Again, I'm sorry, you know, couldn't support, you know, your troop. It sounds like, you know, you're doing a wonderful thing here. But we just, you know, it's like I said, it's just not a good time.
6: It's quite and all right. Uh, darling, door. would you like to give the lady some cookies just for letting you her use oh, your no, restroom?
2: It's, it's not necessary. Please, please. Like, it's not necessary. It was my pleasure. Like, you know, I, I can't just let you. Yeah, I couldn't just let her stand there like that. And you see a slight Morris, smile kind of cross her face. As she Morris looks, at you looks up at
1: the lady and like she sees the smile, but she also notices that there was like a tear going on 10 seconds mm-hmm. before. So she gives her like a like, I don't know how tall Boris is in comparison to this lady, like a hug around the waist. Sure. And then hands her a box of cookies and says, you look like you need these.
2: She just like kind of like holds it and thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you have a, a, a wonderful day. And she, like, walks you out of the house, right, and shuts the door. Yep, and locks it.
1: Great. Good luck, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I um, hear the lock from
3: upstairs? Do I hear like the clicking of the lock?
2: Yes, because you're still on the landing, and again, it's open in here, right? So mm-hmm. it'd be, it would be it would be pretty obvious. Um, as the door is closed Hedrick, you see that this the woman actually comes right here into this common room um, there is so if you're looking at the common room, if you walk in immediately to your right there is like hanging on the wall like uh, what appears to be like a like, like, you know, like, one, like a taxidermy, like, like a mounted like head of like an elk um, which is kind of strange, you know for like this kind of region but you know it, 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 there's something off about it too but you can't really tell it just doesn't like you know it definitely looks like you know like a, a creature like that but it just seems something that seems a little different about it you can't really quite make it out what it is um you have two set different seating well three different seating areas one in the center of the room that's facing the fireplace there's a couple of chairs there an end table and on, on the end table there actually is what appears to be a cup of tea and the woman goes and sits down and actually picks up that tea again you can just kind of see her kind of put her head into her hands she just kind of like sips it a bit but like doesn't really do much else for right now she just seems to be kind of lost in thought to the left if you're facing the fireplace there's a series of bookshelves and a seating area there um and then to your right is another just like smaller seating area with like a longer like coffee table and uh whatnot. you can see that there's like just like different papers like you know mostly like local news and other like you know things like sitting there just general forms of like enter- like reading entertainment that have been you know like your coffee table type books
5: mm. um is the only entrance out to the foyer
2: um so there's the yeah there's that that's the main one but then you can you can see immediately to your left is like almost like kind of like as you're walking along where like this other side of the staircase would be right so like not in the foyer but the other side of the staircase like towards the living room there's like the bookshelves kind of like create like a half wall there where like you know it just kind of leads up to like a closed door that goes that may that looks like it might lead to that hallway mm-hmm. um, that's beyond the
5: staircase <clears throat> Patrick would like to Maybe make his way to the dining room. um, See if he can see another way. He's trying to see what's on the, sorry, on the like rear of the house. Maybe a kitchen, maybe possibly a stairwell to like a basement. If there's anything like that here.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll have you walk into the dining room. I'm just going to quickly address Quinn. I don't want to do too much without the other person moving around. So keep going. uh, Quinn, Mm -hmm. you're upstairs. Um, so as you kind of enter up into the landing, first thing you notice, as soon as you walk at the top of the stairs, like, uh, there's a big, there's a suit of armor, like of like really fancy armor, like, uh, with like a full helm with like sort of like a purple, um, one of those Ooh. like purple, like, like, like feathered type, like, um, like de- decorations that come out of the top of the helmet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, and it's, it's like on. It's on. Yeah. They, thank you. I've like A plume. I know. Exactly. I
3: couldn't think of it either. It just came to me. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate
2: that. Sometimes words just fail. No. Um, and it's sort of like, like up on like a platform, and it's like you know, it's just like it's on display, um, and it's you know, there's two like little lanterns surrounding it. Um, there's some you can see that the actual landing up here is rather large on both sides where there's just, there's some seating up here as well. There appears to be a fireplace on your, uh, on the side that you've come up um, and what appears to be a door that uh, goes off to both uh, a room and then towards the front of the house, there is also a, uh, another, another door that seems to go off to another, another part of the upstairs. Um, But the fireplace, you can actually see when you look at the fireplace, that it appears to be also connected to whatever room is on the other side of it. So it's a two it's a two two sided fireplace or two way fireplace.
3: So is it so that like if I like I could crawl through the fireplace into the other room or is it like sideways where they're like just connected?
2: I mean, it would be a little tight, um, but you can see through it in that, you know, the fireplace is accessible from both sides. The inside here on the landing as well as in
3: the bedroom. Um, I, I take a peek through the flue first.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, taking a look through, if there is no c- fire currently lit in here, mm-hmm. um, but it appears to be like a seating area. If you look through, there's like, there's a couple cou- like, like a couch, a chair, another end table, a desk, um, and some like papers on the desk. And, and that's about all you can see. And there's like, you know, like another table, it looks like it has like a mirror on it, like a vanity of some kind with like a couple plants just like hanging on the top of the vanity itself. Okay, that's about all you can see through um, from this side.
3: Um, I make my way toward the door, toward the front.
2: To the front of the house. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um, it's closed.
3: Is, is it locked?
2: Is it locked? No.
3: So I just, okay. Um. Is it like a doorknob door or is it like a latch?
2: It is just a it's like it's it's not a doorknob. It's yeah, it's, it's a the latch. It's like a push pull type of. Mm-hmm,
3: OK. Um, do I have to pull or do I push? <laughs> it's it's um, all stealth questions. <laughs> you can see the hinges. Oh God! Now you're making me realize how doors work. Okay, so you I'm pull. I'm giving okay. you. I'm
2: giving all the information you need.
3: Um, but I, I had to look at my door to know what side <laughs> you my hinges were on. Look rod. at your own
2: door. Yeah,
3: because I don't know how doors work. Uh, oh, that's great. Okay, I love that so. For you. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, that makes sense. I'm thinking about it technically in my head now. Um, I am going to. Gently open the door, just to crack. a crack.
2: A sleight of hand check.
3: Oh dear God! Oh, I say that now. I'm gonna roll she a says, D1. Okay, not great, but a twenty-two.
2: Twenty-two is fine. Yeah, you open it nice and silently, and you see it actually opens up into a covered balcony. Okay. That um, it ends pretty quickly if you look to your left, um, but continues on to your right, like towards, you know, like along the front of the house.
3: OK,
2: um, and I said if you look like that, like you can see like there's like the part of the front of the roof of the house kind of like pitches down as you look past the balcony. Um, so it's like, you know, it's just it's a little bit set into like the second story of the house.
3: And these are the only two doors on the second level.
2: Well, uh, on this side, there's another door to your, like, like a, you know, like on the other side, of, like the fireplace there, like next to the fireplace, um, right, right, right. closer to the, like, you know, as you're moving to the, toward the back of the house.
3: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and, and, cl- and gently close that door and go mm-hmm. back toward the suit of armor and door. check the other side, yeah.
2: Yeah, so there's a. So again, like the suit of armor is in the center, right? Like mm-hmm. looking, almost like looking over the that curved, like balcony, right? Directly in the center of the two sides. Directly to your left. So, like, if you're coming up from the stairs, if you looked immediately left, you have a door and then the fireplace. So that's right. like the. That's I don't want to go door in there. That you, would assume goes, you don't want to go there. Mm-mm. So you're going back to, like, the center of landing, okay? Yes. Okay. Um, real quick. Because I love cutting cameras and jumping around. <laughs> Zero. Pregnart. Quack. Um You all have been standing here now for a little bit. Uh, Hedrick's Hedrick's body is still doing the, you know, the very slight <laughs> wave, and Pregnart yeah, perfectly
0: healthy, perfectly normal. When we last
2: good. left you, Pregnart was giving Hedrick a Hedrick's body double a foot massage, and Zero was standing there menacingly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: just imagining the scene it's a mess yeah i am too
2: it's pretty beautiful you guys are underneath like a tree in this nice beautiful park people are here walking their dogs you a bunch of dogs start barking at you when they see you pregnart doing the weird things you're doing and making the weird sounds you're making and people just kind of pull their animals like you know like closer to them on their leashes and like just kind of like give you guys a very strange look and like they always and all they see is hedrick waving right so they just kind of like You know kind of like look kind of like puzzled and just kind of give a slight wave back and then just kind of keep going along their way uh Uh, anything else happening here i just wanted to again just cut the camera back to just just
0: just show what the other side of the party is doing here um i've completed my foot massage and um i'm uh combing hedrick's hair and calling him a pretty pretty man Just making sure his ego is taken care of as well, and inserting enough quacks. I say, "Uh, quack, quack. You, you look. Your hair is so nice, so shiny, so smooth, silky. Oh, we take good care of your hair. Oh, and your mustache. Oh, let me apply some oil. Quack, quack. Bingo (laughs) Dora.
4: Zero remains statuesque independencing
2: fantastic great just just again really wanted that just that quick camera cut again just to see what was happening there because obviously y'all aren't involved in the espionage part of this so want to try to keep having some fun there um can't can't (laughs) say this is going to work for you the whole time hopefully uh though that you know this the area you're in will kind of help disguise the ridiculousness of what is actually happening we're gonna cut the camera back to uh boris and Jarell, actually so you know, obviously, you ha- you're you're now out front of Ebenezer's house, presumably trying to moving away from it. What are you doing now? Um, like you did, you did your part. You got the boys in, presumably, right? You can only hope you didn't see them. Um, but what's what's your? I guess like what's your next step here? Are you going to continue going around trying to sell cookies, or are you going to just kind of wrap it up? Like, what's your what's your next move?
6: They all kind of look at Boris and say, Well, I mean, what else is there for us to do? Do you want to sell more cookies? Do you want to keep them?
1: Boris looks deep in thought. Sell <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: cookies, eat cookies, sell cookies, eat cookies. <laughs> money
1: cookies, money cookies, money cookies. She almost looks like she's in pain trying to make a decision right now. and kind of like slowly is just like we should probably actually help with the investigation in some way instead of making money or eating cookies and she looks really (laughs) upset as she's saying this
6: i don't know what more (laughs) we can do to help that woman clearly knows who we are now And Daryl's kind of like leading her more toward the street as we're having this conversation. Kind of like looking back at the house every once in a while. So we're not having it right on their porch.
1: Yeah, okay. As, As we're approaching the street, Boris is pulling 15 boxes of cookies out of her armor pocket inside of her bag. And just, like, walking back up to House 2, because it's been a few minutes now, <laughs> is delivering the uh, the 15 boxes of requested cookies so she can pocket some change.
6: Right.
2: Okay, so, so, sorry, you said you are going to continue to go door to door? No, she's no,
6: giving no, no. The, the 15 boxes to House 2.
2: Oh, you're just going to go and, yeah, just say, hey, I got yeah, your.
1: Like, I got, I'm delivering I, those cookies. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs>
2: um, I will say that the second you arrive, Cheryl begins to again chat up a storm with you. And you are now kind of stuck sitting there talking to her for a bit, uh, which is where we will cut our camera over to Hedrick. Uh, Hedrick, so you're still in the um, sort of common area of this mansion. Um, I, I you know, thought the, I
5: had a uh, kind of side oh, yeah, my way out yeah, to like, the dining yeah, room. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yeah,
2: right. You are it's in the awesome. dining room right now. Yeah. The table the table is currently. It looks like it's just it's it's set in a way where it's like a, almost like a default setting. Like it doesn't look like they're like preparing for a meal at this at this time. But like you know, all the place settings and all the things are there. Um, and there appears to be you know just like a like a small centerpiece, just like you know like a candelabra in the center of the. Table. Um There is a fireplace here, which, if you were to actually look, the there like this. This is there's 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 one that seems to be connected here into the dining room, and then again, it's it's almost it's another, it's a two way one where you can see it to the other side and easily see that there's a kitchen on the other side of this fireplace. Is there another um, door? There are two doors. Yes, two. I guess like if if we're just gonna do like north, south, east, west, right? Like like you entered in from the like you went you walked west to get in here if you look north there's the two doors where the fireplace is okay. um, to your but if you you know and then to the like left of the room again if the fireplace is you're like you're looking straight to your left is it opens up into what appears to be um like a sunroom uh of sorts like you know bigger windows and this leads out to what you can see as the uh You know, potentially, like like that outdoor garden, like that that botanical garden out there. That's that's where that leads off to.
5: Um, Is there a fire lit in that fireplace towards the kitchen? Yes, there is. I would assume there would be. Um, He was more looking just to see if there was like any subterranean aspect to this thing. Uh, Now at this point, he sees... You can tell in here. There's a room past the common area, but the lady is sitting in there. About how old is this lady? She appears to be
2: middle-aged. I'd say probably um, maybe late 40s, early 50s. Hard, hard to okay. really tell, but.
5: And do do um, I, do I smell anything cooking?
2: Not at this time.
5: Yeah, his, his thing, I'm trying to visualize the layout. He's trying to get into the kitchen to see if anybody's there. There might even be some, I would say, signifying factors as to, like, how many residents there are, how many people live in this house. Like, is that his daughter? Ebenezer's, like, a really old guy even 160 years ago, right? I mean, he just has that, like, real old guy look to him, but, you know... Yeah. He's human. He, he he looks way too old for this lady in the house right now.
2: Maybe. That or just, you know. I mean, you don't know.
5: It's fantasy world. I don't know how people age. <laughs> they all look, she looks human though, right?
2: I don't know. Some people also start going, like are completely gray by the time they're like 45. So, you know what I mean? Like. Right. <clears throat>
5: yeah, maybe a, a stressed, stressed out living with the the most powerful wizard in the house. <laughs> Um, he's he's gonna look for something important, and he thinks it might be upstairs. So he'll make his way back to the foyer, at least like okay. just trying to get a scan to see what the first floor was like. But he's not gonna open up that door right in front of her eyes, you know, in the common area. Well, so. if
2: you're in the foyer, don't forget there are like behind the staircases, there are there's a there are hallways that go left and right.
5: Okay, yeah, I'll make my way to that intersection, uh, and I would turn left. Towards okay. like, the, towards the kitchen. Yeah,
2: yeah, so you can see that there's a small hallway there, and there's a door to the left, which would, um, based on just generally your assumption, would lead into the dining room. And then there's a door to the right, which would presumably lead into the kitchen. And then okay. there's a wall where just like there's like a candelabra sitting there, and that's, you know, behind that would be the fireplace. Okay. But you can't see it from this side.
5: Sure. Yeah. Can I pop my head in the kitchen?
2: Uh, the kitchen door is unlocked. Awesome. Uh, you? How are you? Are you opening the door like yeah, quietly, yeah, or yeah. you know, like how I'm are gonna, you approaching this?
5: I'm going to try to switch too. Op- open the doors softly and quietly. Maybe a slight hand check. Ooh. Three plus eight is eleven, but oh, I'm going to use something I have not used yet. This okay. is called fool's luck. At 14th level, you can expend one use of your Bardic Inspiration after you fail an ability check, fail a saving throw, or miss with an attack roll. You have not told me whether I succeeded or failed. I would imagine it's it's unlocked. I can get in the door, but it might be a little bit loud if it's only 11.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say that it's definitely not the quietest you'll have ever opened a door. So this may be an appropriate time to use it if you really want a better result to not draw attention to yourself
5: but i but i am like down a hallway and two rooms away from that lady from that lady yeah and i don't know if there's anyone else all right so um yeah i'm gonna use it (laughs) okay use it d12 only three so that's a total of
2: 14 14's okay I mean, you open the door, you can you you, come, you catch it just as you can see, like you know, it might be a little little squeaky because, and also like as you as you're starting to crack it open, you can see that there's actually two people in this kitchen um, prepping vegetables.
5: Okay, okay. Um, I will give you the extra bit of that fool's luck. I know you're gonna love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Oh, okay. If using this ability grants you a success on the attack, saving throw, or ability check, note the number you rolled on the Bardic Inspiration die, which is a three. To the three. The DM can then apply that result as a penalty to an attack or check that you make, and you cannot use this ability again until you suffer this drawback. Duly noted. Thank you, Hedrick. <laughs> when the DM invokes this penalty... Describe an embarrassing gaff or mistake you make as part of the affected die roll.
2: Yes. Oh, I remember reading this ability. I fucking love it, and I want to definitely try to use it if well, I can later. Okay, so I'm gonna, I, 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 have
5: a, uh, I have a homebrewed brewed uh, random table, D20. Of gaffs? Perfect. Of gaffs. Some of them are appropriate, but some of them may not be for whatever case. I will case let you know it when it's need. time to roll on that table. Thank you very much. Um, but
2: that's what you see, um, before, like, before you enter, like, you crack it open just enough to see that there's actually people actively working in here.
5: Are there backs to me?
2: Um, currently, yes. You can see that there's a table, um, sort of, like, arranged in, like, an L shape in here. There are a bunch of vegetables aligned in here, a couple loaves of bread, and what appear to be some fish that have not been descaled or cleaned
5: yet. As far as layout, do I see any other doors or anything indicating, like, a cellar?
2: Um, there are windows that look out to the outside, um, that, you know, the the curtains are drawn, there is a door, um, next to those windows, kind of directly across from where you're opening this door, um, and off to the left there, there is, um, what appears to be a set of double doors, potentially that may enter, like, uh, you can, you know, it could be a storeroom, it could be, like, a pantry, you're not really entirely sure the doors are closed. Okay. And there's like, you know a couple of things like barrels, sacks, you know like a water trough, like just just different things in here and like cooking implements and whatnot, like a big, you know a big pot for cooking and like soups and stews and whatnot, some other utensils and 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 and, and
5: cookware, um, kind of just laying about as well. Okay. Um, all right. About what he expected, just just checking the layouts here. At least he can see there are other people in the house. Um, so he's going to. Not enter the room. He's just going to slowly try to close that door and make his way back out to the foyer. Okay. Um, you're back in the foyer. Uh, Quinn,
2: you're on the landing on the second level. Um, you were kind of re- realigned yourself to the, you know, like you're in the middle here. If you look onto the other side that you didn't go up, there mm-hmm. are there's a set of double doors directly next to the, like on the other side of the stairs, and then there's also a small hallway that continues... <sighs> Um, along this, like, wall where, like, the suit of armor is, you know, as you're, like, looking up. And goes off to the right. And you can see that there are, uh, there is one, a single door uh, on the left. And, uh, and then it, there's, there appears to be a passage on the right as well, but you can't really tell what's in there from where you're looking.
6: Hmm.
3: <clears throat> um, where are the hinges on the double doors? Can I see them?
2: Um, they would, they would open, it looks like they would open inward. So okay. there are no hinges visible.
3: Um... I am going to gently push on the left door of the double doors.
2: Yeah, Um, it opens freely.
3: Okay, I walk inside. This appears to
2: be um, another type of common area. There is... uh, what appears to be a handcrafted bar built in here straight ahead of you as you uh open the door there are a couple barrels in here as well um some casks and like a nice wine rack behind the bar there are tables uh set up in here there's even actually an upright piano um at the complete far end of the room like all the way towards the front of the house where you can see some of the windows are because um, this, this room literally spans almost the entire like length of like the right side of the house, right outside know, from some of the area um, to the north here. Um, but yeah, just different seating areas. There's a bar. There's um, you know like again a piano, and uh, and a fireplace as well.
3: Okay. Uh, Quinn reminds himself that there is still the special special power water in his flask, so he's not going to take any of the wine. <laughs> um, and he's going to gently exit the room mm-hmm. and then go down the hallway toward the other door.
2: Make me a perception check as you go down the hallway, please.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> Ugh, 12. Okay, um...
2: Not really. I mean, like, you, you notice that there's actually like, on your left, there are some paintings on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. You can see that these appear to be like family portraits, um, where it looks like it's Ebenezer, the woman you saw uh, downstairs, and a young boy. And they're like in different poses. Like, there's like one major, like one larger painting in the center that has them all like kind of posing very seriously. And then there's a picture to the left and right that are actually just paintings of the woman and then one of the, the of the kid. Um, there's only the one f- f- a painting in the center that actually features Ebenezer. OK. And those are on the wall right before you get to the door on the left. You also notice now on, on your right, there actually appears to be a, a smaller staircase that um, goes downstairs
3: from here. Down the hallway. OK.
2: On on your right, if you're walking down the hallway.
3: So there's the staircase on my right. There's a door on my left.
5: Mm
3: -hmm. Right. Okay. I am going to... Open the door.
2: The door is locked.
3: I'm not going to open the door. Uh, I'm going to actively investigate to see if there's any... Um, like any trigger or key or anything like that I can find like around the pictures.
2: Um, sure. Make me an investigation check.
3: Uh, 18.
2: No hidden triggers, but you can tell that the painting in the center is slightly like, um, off from being flush with the wall. Maybe like it's like something is like setting it off from the wall
3: slightly. I immediately, with my OCD, fix it.
2: Um, you notice that as, if you try to fix it or push it against the wall, it does kind of pull, pull it, like kind of set itself back out from it again. Almost as if there's something behind it that's yeah. pushing it back forward. Okay,
3: I'm gonna take the picture off the wall.
2: Mm-hmm. Make me a sleight of hand check, please. I'm fishing. I'm fishing here because you guys oh, are good at no. what
6: you
3: do. A 16.
2: A 16. That's fine. You're removing a painting okay. from a wall. I'm really just that's, fishing for a one. where I fumble with it, break it and cause a bunch <laughs> of sound. Um, yeah, behind the wall, there appears to be a small safe. Or behind the painting, there appears to be a small safe. Just like um, you know, combination knob, nothing, and and, and just like a like a left.
3: Um. So, um, are there numbers or any sort yeah, of like numbers? Yeah. Okay. Um. Interesting. Interesting indeed. I don't have. I don't think I can do. What would I need to be able to (laughs) potentially break into the safe?
2: Something to be able to listen in, maybe to where like where the pins are catching.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. So I would have to have like really good perception.
2: That, or like some sort, and like something that sort of amplify what you're hearing
3: internally right right right
1: a thieves tool kit something like that
3: right, right. I, I have I do have thieves tools I am not yeah which thieves? I
2: don't think I don't think thieves tools include like specific safe cracking equipment right they have like the little mirror on a stick and like lock right picks right and, right mm-hmm you know
3: so I'm going to keep that in the back of my head I'm going to put the picture back on the wall
2: mm-hmm. arrange
3: it all nice Try yeah. Try to fix it as best as I can. Um, I am then going to potentially try to uh, pick the lock of the door.
2: Make me a thieves' tools check with dexterity, please.
3: And no proficiency. Okay, eighteen.
2: Yeah, it unlocks the
3: door. Okay, and I proceed in.
2: Okay, um, opening the door, you see in front of you, there is a desk with a chair behind it and some scrolls and a piece of paper on, a stack of papers on top of the desk itself. There's another fireplace in the corner of the room. There's a chair, um, a bookshelf that kind of comes out about halfway and splits the room, um, but it does continue on behind the bookshelf and around it. Um, And you can hear in here, just because there's a door beyond the bookshelf um, that seems to lead into another room, you can hear the sounds of like somebody talking
3: mm. behind that
2: door. You can hear them saying stuff just like, you're not stupid. You know what you're doing. You are a good
3: wizard. Okay. It like um, sounds like
2: talking to themselves. like giving themselves a pep talk almost, but they seem distraught.
3: Sure. Before I potentially barge into that situation... <laughs> um can i can i look for anything in the room that might give me a clue to the safe
2: i mean there's a lot of places to potentially yeah i mean here. like so
3: so the there's the desk right that that seems to be the desk the, right ahead the of you. More obvious yes. choice so can i investigate the desk
2: sure and make the, me an investigation check done. and then we're gonna we're gonna bounce around again before
3: that is a nat 20. A nat twenty. I, will I don't tell know you if I wanted to waste it on that, but <laughs>
2: I will tell you everything you see. There are two um, tied-off scrolls at the top of the desk, um, so you can't really tell what, what they, you know, what they are without like, opening the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they are they are tied shut and then wax wax stamped. Um, there, but there are a couple, like I got a stack of papers on here, and these papers all seem to be um, what appear to be like homework like their assignments,
0: Hmm.
2: school assignments, Um, different things like the, the, some of them are take home tests. You can see like uh, with with like grades on them and everything like that already too, like just different things, like asking questions about different disciplines of magic and whatnot. Like, and it looks like it has some of the markings of the tower, right? The academy there. Um, There are three drawers in this desk. The top two are free to open and whatnot. The, bottom one is larger and is locked um the top two drawers have you know writing implements um blank papers things like that and in, in the top and then like the second drawer has just like you know some different like notes and other things there's even and, and, and appears to be a small leather journal mm. that is also locked has like a little like you know like like in like the nineties, right? Like you know, we had those like those little like you know like locking journals with like the little keyhole and the clasp. Yeah.
3: Yeah that your sibling would just ty- break open after, you know. mm-hmm. Um okay so I'm going to before we, we move over, I'm gonna pocket the journal. You take the journal.
6: hmm
2: Um what I'm going to do is Hedrick and then go back to everybody else because um, I just want to get, you know, a little bit more in the house because, you know, I feel like you guys are getting some good information here and I don't want to necessarily stop this gravy train for y'all just yet. Um, so Hedrick, you are again, you were you were looking into the kitchen. Right. Is that what we kind of left you still? You were like exploring or trying, you know, you were kind of not exploring, but just like getting a lay of the land from there. Um, are you moving on from there? Or are you trying to enter the kitchen? What's your what's
5: your play? Were they talking to each other or just simply cooking? Um, I
2: mean, in that brief period, they weren't necessarily having a conversation, but I mean they're like they're, the, 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 the the conversation is pretty minimal. It's mostly like, hey, can you pass me that knife or can you hand me that you know um that leak or something like that? You know what I mean like they're just like they're just it's just like like prep cooks.
5: Okay, yeah, it's not the household talk. did you hear about the news sort of thing?
2: Um, not so far. Okay. They are just focused on doing their jobs.
5: Well, Hedrick knows time is of the essence, so he's going to back away from the kitchen. Okay. Um, and I guess across from this intersection, is that where the bathroom is? Um, as you go back out from the hallway into the foyer,
2: to your left, it kind of like rounds out. And there's a small room off to the side that oh, okay. you know would be where the public, like the half bath is. Um, I'm just not sure for guests.
5: if if I hear anything if I hear anything like you through the ventilation or
2: I mean it took it, it took Boris some some focusing to really okay. be able to hear it. and she had she was in the room like in the actual like restroom when she she was actually able to make it out even a little bit
5: well Hedrick would move upstairs then and he would probably be trying to see signs of where Quinn is at this point you can see the center painting is slightly off center. Yeah. In the
2: hallway to your right, as you go up, is the door to the study left open? Um. Yeah, Quinn. What did you do with the door after you entered the um, in that room that you're in?
3: Um. I have not thought to shut it yet, so it would it would be so it would be cracked open cracked open. Yeah,
5: it would be okay. open. So Hedrick will then softly push that door open. Uh, seeing, I'm sure, a lot of interesting things inside.
2: Quinn, you notice the door to the room opens, but there's nobody there while it opens. But I Maybe know who it an, is. But you know who it is.
3: I yeah. know who it is.
5: Hedrick's Stay out of my way. Try to shuffle his boot on the floor just a little bit. Like, try to make some little sound to see if there's to kind to of indicate just like, to Quinn, like, are you in here? Kind of like, where are you? Yeah, you could just whisper, right? Yeah, I guess um he could.
2: <laughs> um but you also now hear the same things, Hedrick, right? You can hear like someone um like talking okay. to themselves uh the next room over. Do
5: I recognize the voice? No. Hmm.
2: I mean, it sounds like Is it a A male male voice? Um, They sound like, based on the occasional crack in their voice, they sound like they must be, like, younger. Mm -hmm. But not like, not like toddler or preteen, but more like maybe like a teenager, someone going through puberty.
5: Yeah. His bedroom door is connected to the study?
2: Yeah, it appears that there is like yeah. So there's a there's a door there, and this this appears to be like a private study.
5: Hmm. Uh, I guess he would do more investigation in this room to see if there was anything else. Uh, okay, you can as, as
2: as you're investigating, you can see some like the the dr- the top two drawers of this desk opening and closing. You see a journal float out of the second drawer it and then suddenly become invisible.
5: And I knew you were in here. What what do we gotta do now? What do what do you think?
3: Be quiet for one. Okay. Um Quinn moves closer to the door now that he's kind of like investigated the desk as much as he wanted to. Um, he kind of leans against the door to kind of listen more intently.
2: Okay. Um you can hear the kid again like saying stuff like, you know, like it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Like, I know I can do this. Like like my dad is the most the most powerful wizard that I've ever lived. Of course I could follow in his footsteps. You know, I could be just like him. I wanna be just like him. Just like hear like, you know, like, just like almost like someone's like pacing in there. You can hear like foot, like heavy footsteps, like of pacing and this and that. And then eventually you just hear like, no, fuck this. Like, it's, I'm just gonna, I'm I'm going back. Like, they can't, they can't, they can't keep me away. Like, they will not stop me. From, from, from doing this from, from from learning what I need to learn like I have just as every right to be in that building as anyone else and you hear footsteps start making their way now towards the door
3: yeah so I move out of the way of the door yeah
2: the door aggressively opens you can see that it's like a teenage boy mm-hmm. um scruffy hair uh like you know brownish hair um he's got like patchy facial hair it's not all fully grown in like it's it's just kind of coming in in like sections right now um And he's got, like, these, like, crooked, like, glasses on that you can definitely see have been taped multiple times and in multiple places. Um, he's wearing students' robes still. And you can see that, um... He looks, you know, per- perfectly normal, but you can tell that like his, like, like, the, like, he must have like recently recovered from something because you can see his face, like, you can almost see like the the, le- the leftovers of almost like a, like a burn or like a, like some some sort of, some sort of scarring, but it seems to be like almost like it's fading already. Um, so you're not sure if it's an older injury or you know something else you know affected that, but you can tell that it's just, you know his face is, a, is slightly something slightly off about it. Um, and you see him immediately run over to the desk and he pulls a key out of his pocket and he opens the third drawer and he pulls out a bunch of like these, like, of these like large, um, and very thin sheets of paper. And he like, you know, grabs them all up and he starts stuffing them into like a bag of his, of his, and, um, he like slings it over his shoulder and just like storms out of the room. And you can hear from downstairs, the woman start talking, like, honey, honey, what are you doing? No, like, you have to stay home. And we talked about this, okay, just at least until this blows over and your father can deal with everybody at the school and and, and get you back there, like, you know, in, in an honorable way, okay, honey? Like, people got hurt. And you can hear the kid go, I don't care, Mom, okay, it was an accident, and I know what I'm doing, okay? If they had just give, if they had just, if they would have stopped breathing over my neck the whole time I'm standing there just trying to prep the food. This wouldn't have happened, okay? It's not my fault.
5: Yeah, we're following him.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And she says, honey, I can't Look, like your father said you can't leave the house. It's for your own safety. There's a lot of people who are upset with you right now, and you know that, okay? Whether or not it's your fault, like, honey, I, I believe you. I believe that you didn't do this on purpose. Why would you do this on purpose, right? But there are people out there who aren't as reasonable as us, your family, okay? We will protect you. You need to stay home and keep your head down. All right? Like, I know you're upset. I know you're eager to learn. I know you just want to be there, okay? You've been trying your best, hun. And I know you've had your struggles this year and in the past couple of years with school and with just, like, figuring out your place there. All right, hun? But, like, you just... Please. Like, for me, for your father, like, and, and for yourself, just take a second to breathe. And I promise, like, when he gets home like your fa- like your father and I we 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 all the three of us will sit down and we'll figure this out together okay and he just like you can see him just standing there like dejected looking and like just like you can, he's, you can see he's still fuming but he's like fine 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 I'll wait for dad to get home but you can't like I I can't I I can't just sit here mom I can't just sit here all day all right because the longer I sit here the more I see their faces, the more I see my failures looking back at me and I just want to do something. I want to make this right. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the hapless heroes podcast. I want to just say, thank you all for listening. Um, I, you know, we really appreciate you uh, coming along with us on this journey. And if you like us and if you hate these cliffhangers and want to express your frustrations about it, we encourage you to find us on the internet. We're on Twitter and Instagram at haplessheroes. We're on Facebook and Reddit. Just look for Heroes podcast. Those places will also point you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet, interact with us, talk about episodes. We have everything spoiler tagged. We can talk about things D&D, things not D&D, whatever it is. We've, ha- we've built a wonderful community there. There. There's people chatting about all different sorts of things in there all day. And we'd encourage you to be a part of it and join that conversation. It's really a great time. Now, if you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review or rating on the podcast service of your choice. Um, really helps us gain more visibility. And we also just, I mean, reading your kind words truly puts the wind in our sails. You can also email us at helpushears at gmail.com or on our Discord server. There is a five-star channel where if you say some nice things about us, and just like in any other review, we'll say some nice things right about, right, right back to you. Just like our uh, one of our Discord listeners here, Pain in Maine, who says that um, you know, I have to say I listen to a few other not to be named D D podcasts, but only as I am up to date with this one. Yet this is the only one I can recommend to people. Uh, sorry, I stumbled over some words there. But just like, they say my son is in the middle of the Frankie Wild comeback story, and my wife has even started listening and just met Mr. Black. As I get to re-listen and laugh at all the early puns and jokes with her, I know I will enjoy all the past episodes and even be reminded of forgotten pieces of information that shaped where you are now. I also agree with Thessie that the chemistry here in Hapless Heroes is so much better. The fact that you have only one story, but also many side adventures with other fun and exciting characters keeps it fresh. Keep up the great work. Five stars. Thanks, Pen and Main. Yeah. You are a five-star human, too. Five stars. Now, if you really, really like us, you can donate to our patreon it's just patreon.com slash hapless heroes we have a bunch of rewards on there you know we encourage you to take a look see if any of those levels are fit for your budget but honestly all the money that we get through those donations goes right back into the show helps fund equipment i mean i recently had to replace my laptop again um because that's just a great time and you know we have hosting costs we have to you know bought some new microphones from mike and dave and you know we'll be using that to replace other equipment in the future too as needs must um but I you know really, we just want to say like, you all of you out there who have donated to us in the past who continue to donate to us now you've really helped keep the lights on seriously and we are eternally grateful for all that support we
0: promise we'll, we'll keep putting it you know to good use and where it belongs and if you like us Right now, you, like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, adopt a llama and teach it to cook lasagna. And uh, <laughs> that's it.
3: Have you ever seen a llama cooking lasagna down by the bay where the watermelon grows? <laughs> I used to love exactly. that song as a kid.
2: Nice, simple to is the set From that song?
3: No, not at all. But it sounded like <laughs> yeah. I- love that for us.
2: Um, yeah, but I mean, that's pretty simple. I feel like that's, I mean, that's rather doable. Like, do yeah, it, take a video. Fun. Llamas are smarter
0: than people give them credit for it. Right?
2: I, I mean, seriously. I right?
5: We you were I mean, going to say llamas leaders. are smarter than people. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Give them credit for it.
5: <laughs> yeah. Some people. That too.
0: And it it's important where you llama, put your period. Has a llama ever invented a, an atomic bomb and became <laughs> The destroyer of worlds. No, but some llamas definitely choose violence, and we we
2: can. And that's just that's just facts. <laughs> Is that um,
0: llama became death?
2: <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, well, Jay j sure Robert Lamonheimer. No, nope, nope. <laughs> We're gonna walk our way right out of this one and into the outro for this show. And I'm gonna start the opposite way of way the way we came in with John as Lord Jarrell the Light.
6: Until next time.
2: Phil as Hedrick the
5: Entertainer. This kid's got more issues than me. Nicole as Boris the Butcher.
1: Oh, yeah, Cheryl, that's real interesting.
2: (laughs) Zach as Pregnard. done, your armpit hair is braided. (laughs) Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I do
4: love a good teen drama.
2: And Dave as Zero, Valence
4: Avatar 4. Move along, people. Mr. Rick's uh, skincare routine is not to be scrutinized. And I'm Francesco.
2: I've been your host in DM. We will see you next time as the drama continues to unfold. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.